0: This is A Real Presence Radio news link. The Diocese of Sioux Falls is offering some at-home formation opportunities for youth in grades 7 through 12 during the coronavirus outbreak. Each week there will be new online discussions, challenges, and a weekly live online prayer event available. This week youth will be challenged to call a couple people who might not have a lot of community right now. We'll learn about the examined prayer and we'll look at the question, if God loves us, why is He allowing all of this suffering? More information is available online at sfcatholic.org youth. Men, grab a buddy and register for the first Virtual Catholic Men's Conference coming up this weekend. Beginning Friday at 11 a.m. Central, you can log in any time to hear inspiring talks by speakers like Father Mike Schmitz, Father Larry Richards, Jeff Cavins, Damon Owens, Christopher West, plus many more, and it's all free. Learn more at virtualcatholicconference.com. Stay tuned for more RPR news links throughout the day, and you can also visit your local parish and diocesan websites to stay up to date. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu discovermary.
1: As we continue to face new challenges each day, we at Real Presence Radio want you to know we're
0: here for you. We're excited to announce that Monday through Friday from 9 to 9.30 a.m. Central during Real Presence Life, we'll bring you a daily Mass celebrated by one of our local clergy members.
1: Listen to it on air or watch it on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. We know the Eucharist
0: is the source and summit of our faith, which is why we want to bring Jesus to you spiritually Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. during Real Presence Live. Be sure to tune in. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence
2: Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald.
1: And I am Emily Liedem.
2: And before we continue our conversation this morning, did you know one of the ways you can listen to our PR is via the app? Uh, if you don't have it, head to the app store on your phone, whether it's an iPhone or an Android. Search for a Real Presence Radio. Once you've downloaded and installed it, you can listen to great daily programming like Real Presence Live. You can find the daily podcasts if you happen to miss a show. You can reflect on the daily mass readings, submit a prayer request, even become part of the family if the Lord is calling you to donate. So take a moment. Go Not right now. Not right now when Emily and I are talking.
1: Well, you could. You can listen and download an app.
2: Yeah. Uh, multi Anyway. Uh, Are you answering? <laughs> uh, and, 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 and Emily and I, if you, want, if you want to do that while Emily's talking, that's fine, but please pay hey attention now.
1: when I'm talking. Hey, actually, so it's funny that that would come up because, oh, what was I listening to recently? Um, but one of the... It was probably Real Presence Radio, actually. <laughs> but there was something about not do one task after the next. Yep. And... And, I, and that's been, like, guidance for the spiritual life for ages. Um, but it just really struck me, I think, probably because... I, uh, and maybe some, like some of our listeners, I've been consuming a lot recently. I've been consuming a lot of news. I've been consuming a lot of opinions, a lot of podcasts, a lot of, I mean, all of these different things and many of them through technology. So even, even right. The mass we're, we're streaming the mass or we're listening to Pope Francis's blessing, etc. We're consuming all of these things. Some of them really good. Some of them probably not so good. Netflix, um, and I was really convicted that I need to slow down, do the thing that's in front of me, complete it, and then go on to the next. Because I was multitasking. I was writing emails and listening to the news, and then I was going back and yep. forth, and I realized that I really wasn't doing either of them, yep. at least not on either of them well. Uh, and it just was an invitation to me to to slow down again, and it and it almost it brought this abiding peace to return to... Simplicity, do one thing after the next.
2: And I think I mean many people have said that um, the this, the pandemic and the the social distancing, the some states lockdowns, uh, shelter in place um, directives from government. People have been commenting that that's providing us an opportunity to do that, but we can still escape it as yeah. you're just describing yeah. if we want to. I was, for me on Sunday, um, I went for a walk for some exercise and I had my Bluetooth headphones on and I listened to a podcast and then I read something literally on that, that shortly after about just go for a walk and look around.
1: Mm, and wonder. They, oh.
2: So I did that. I went out again. How was it? I, it was fantastic and then, and then I went out at like 1130 midnight that night because it was a clear night. Oh, yeah.
1: Why were you up at 1130 p.m., Bergwald?
2: Because, because I, I had Monday off, so it was my... It was your first No Friday excuse!
1: You, you don't stay... Go to bed! We've talked about this. You night owl. No, I...
2: Okay. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm talking we'll about talk the stars. we about are talking about the beauty of God's creation. But I went out at, and, and- Which and is and, also
1: and, available at 9.30 p.m. for those- who can't see the
2: stars at 9.30 at night in Sioux Falls. Oh. So I went out and beheld God's glory while you were snoring.
1: Oh, now I feel really bad yeah. for giving you a yeah. hard time. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go for a walk. I just went- Yeah, I told just Jermaine, went to look outside. I told Jermaine, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go outside to the end of the block where there's less light and just look up. Wow. And wonder. Yeah. So,
1: what was the experience for you?
2: Um, I was looking for the moon because it had been out earlier and it wasn't there. So I was like, "Where's the moon?" But it was just, you know, I mean, in, in the city of Sioux Falls, quarter million people in the area. Um, there's a little bit of light pollution, but yeah. still, there are plenty of stars that I was yeah. able to see. And it was you know, no clouds. It was a sunny day, sunny. Well, <laughs> a cloudless night. Yeah. Um, it was beautiful. Yeah. Praise God.
1: Speaking of light pollution, I last night I, I thought it was really beautiful. Uh, the city of Sioux Falls did something <laughs> called "Light Up the Sky." Yeah. Light up the light what light up the night light up the sky
0: light and
1: up the sky. uh I, it was so fun looking at, we just walked outside and all of the kids that were outside on our block with flashlights up in the air. And really this was to just raise awareness, to bring kind of a solidarity to the community mm-hmm. and particularly to give a huge thank you to, uh, first responders yep. and medical professionals, etc. And I thought, what a beautiful idea that was. They had drones flying all over the place, mm-hmm. uh, taking footage and, and getting, um, photos and videos and that kind of thing. I can't wait to see them. Um, but I thought that was a, I thought that was a, a fun and beautiful little idea for people to come together from their homes through social distancing, but to get out. You yep. know, it was a beautiful night. And to just simply go outside to breathe that fresh air, chilly as it was Um and participate in something together
2: amen and and so uh, as you said kids doing that and so on and I know one thing that you and I've talked about something that you um, developed was a little resource on how to talk to your kids mm-hmm. about you know but my, my kids are older than yours we've got five kids from sophomore down to second grade you've got two little girls either yep. way I think um, it, it's really important for us to, and this is kind of this has been happening obviously this is not brand new at this point But how do we talk to our kids, whatever their age is about, about what's happening and what it means?
1: Yeah, this has been something that's very close to my heart because I think uh, as much as we as adults perhaps are experiencing some anxiety or fear or worry or wonder, what does this look like? Um, So are children. And they might not be able to express it in the same way that you and I do we can hopefully most of the time rationally use words to describe I'm feeling anxious or I'm wondering what this means and children uh, they might ex- be experiencing the disruption and the anxiety due to a shift in their routine. For example, they're not going to school right now. Right. For many children, that's not a, yay, summer started you know, three months early. I was just, talk- uh, I was just talking to my nieces and nephews, uh, all kind of four in elementary school right now. And I said, how's homeschooling going? And they said, we hate it. It's so boring. We want, we want to go back to school. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of them desire to be among their friends, to be among yeah. their routine in the same way that many of us are looking forward to that day of getting back into the normalcy of work. Um, and so they, uh, they might not be able to express those, what does this mean, questions in the way that we can. Sometimes it comes out in poor behavior. Uh, I even noticed this past weekend, I have a three-year-old and her uh, just... Inability to focus, to listen well. I could tell she was experiencing stress. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds a little psychobabble but it really, I mean, it was very clear to me that she was experiencing some of the stress that my husband and I were experiencing. And so we just said, okay, we need to, we need to play. We need to do a longer bath time and, you know, all of those things that accompanied it. So, um, it's been really just on my heart to navigate, how can we honor the dignity of the child, uh, in our families right now as they are processing this in their own way? So, um, as you said, Chris, your children are older, so you are actually far more the wiser perhaps for how to, um, for how to do some of these things. But I'd love to just uh, talk about a couple of the ideas, yeah. uh, the ideas that we've shared. Um, I think one thing that uh, I actually sent out an email to several different parents that I, that I know and said, give me some insight into how you're talking to your children about this. And one of the things that I thought was very helpful from several several of them was we're allowing the space for our children to come to us rather than projecting our fears on them Amen. rather than us saying okay here we go people are getting really sick and you know kind of going on and on and on we're not sure financially what this is gonna mean for our family etc for most children they might not be there yet because they are processing at a at a different rate uh, and their concerns might be different so kind of offering that space um, and and that might be simply, OK, one on one, I'm going to go for a walk with my sixth grader and just open that door. For conversation um, allowing them to bring things to me or even to my high school student we're gonna have just this this quality time where we're both putting (coughs) our devices away our phones away our computer our homework etc and we're just gonna go for a drive so creating that space for the child to come to the parent I think is a really helpful thing Um, and then the other thing that I that I loved in some of the feedback that I got was Asking your child questions, um, inviting them into that discussion and, and inviting them to kind of wonder. And this I think is particularly helpful for those that are maybe a little bit older, uh, later elementary school, junior high, high school, but asking your children such as where can we see God working or how is God blessing us right now? You know, leading our family in that way, um, by encouraging them to look, you know, as Bishop DeGroote had said so beautifully this morning uh, when he was joining us, uh, which if you missed that, you can go back and find it on uh, your Catholic radio station. Um, We'll have all of those podcasts available. But uh, I thought he just was articulating that so beautifully to look up to uh, the great adventure that God is and to be attentive to that. So those were were two of the ideas um, starting out that I just thought, were really helpful for parents.
2: If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald.
1: I'm Emily Liedem.
2: And we are talking this morning about how to talk to your kids of whatever age um, about the 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 pandemic, the disease, the response, why we're staying at home, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think one thing that I've seen, Emily, with our older kids in particular, um, and this... This is a little. I, I see it a little bit in, in ours, but I've definitely heard others say the same thing even more. So, you know, teenagers have this sense of invincibility. Yes. So, uh, for a lot of teens, I think, well, what's the big deal? Like, what? Like, why can't I? Like, like, we're kind of pushing against this. And and I know that we've had to just um, not scare, but. But help them to understand the gravity of the situation I mean school wouldn't be closed if there wasn't a good reason for it so just trying to um, again not scare them um, but but make clear this is a big deal Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and 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 there's a there's good reason why we can't do everything um, that we normally do so it, it's like somebody said <clears throat> this is not like a snow day where you're at home you can do whatever I mean this is we we do need to do social distancing and so on so it helps you know we, we mm-hmm. all know stop this slow the spread um, flatten the curve etc 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 but I think that's different than um, certainly, well, even the elementary kids. Yes. Uh, junior high and high school, I think sometimes, and, and some of them more, I think, get that. And, and, and I think the things that you were saying is, are more necessary. But in some cases, they need sort of a, hey, no, this is a big deal.
1: And the continuity in all of that is that it's something that's unseen. I think for us as adults... All the way down to young children. One of the great challenges in this is it's not clearly visible for us. You know, I've actually thought several <laughs> times. I wish that we could like turn on neon lights right. and see some of these things. I wish we could see the see the virus, see the way that diseases spread, etc. Because I think it would give us a visual. Um, how similar to that is faith, right? Neon Amen. lights, also, sudden you can see the angels. Right. Um, but I, I think. Yeah, for high school uh, high school students, just as it is for adults, all the way down to elementary school students, it's difficult explaining something that can't visibly be seen. Right. Um, and and I think one of the the helpful things in that, and this is probably uh, a bit more for younger students, although high school students, we you know they use analogies all the time yep. to help us understand things. Um, but I think helping our children, giving them those analogies about uh, perhaps, uh, oh, what's, some, what's a good one? Like even just bad germs and, and a cartoon of a bad germ and what that looks like. Or I, I know one parent who um, spoke to their kind of later elementary, junior high, high school, um, who was super into superheroes and the Marvel movies and that kind of thing, and used the analogy that really our doctors and our nurses right now, they're these heroes that are kind of stepping in to assist this. And, um, you know, the list goes on and on. I think of many different analogies that could be utilized. One image that I had in helping uh, a young child was uh, the virus can jump from one person to the next person, but if we spread out a little bit more, then the virus can't reach. Little things like that that I think, um, again, that's probably more for the younger child, but um, little things like that I think are very helpful um, to children in in making them understand. Why can't I play with right. my friend or right. why can't I go to school? Um, putting it in language that they understand while at the same time being able to name things as they are yep. um, To not dumb it down by any means but to say well the virus is like this, right? I think is very helpful.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, and for me part of this too is is praying for wisdom on what to say when to say and how to say it mm-hmm. thanks be to God so far I haven't well with, in this way put my foot in my mouth it happens in other ways mm-hmm. but I think it's it's so important for us to be continually asking God give me the words to say because Emily, I think it's not just with our kids but with our our friends our family members our peers our colleagues other adults too Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of us who are... You you said earlier, hopefully we have words to articulate our emotions. But you and I both know, even as adults, we don't always... Have the words. Our stress comes out sideways instead of uh, verbally. Uh, So I think it's important for us also to be able to... um, accompany yeah um, other adults as well as our kids yeah
1: and to root ourselves in hope in that way yep. um i to be totally honest i had a, a moment this past weekend where the anxiety and the stress of kind of what was what's currently happening in the world i recognized i was giving it uh, a lot of power mm. uh emotionally and I was seeing it come out in my parenting. I was seeing my threshold of emotional tolerance, uh, with a toddler be decrease, if that makes sense. And, uh, I mean, praise the Lord for just an incredible husband who kind of saw that in me. And, and I just said, I I need, I need to take a moment. I need to recenter. I need We went for a walk. and, and I said, I just need to maybe take a shower, have a few moments to myself to kind of recollect myself, uh, and then, I'm, then I'll be ready for round three, you know? Um, but, but I think that we need that time to root ourselves in hope. We need that time to root ourselves in our marriages, um, to examine what is most important, what are the things that I need to be paying attention to right now and letting the rest fall away yep. for a while.
2: Yep. And I and I think especially then for with with all of that um, going back to what we were saying at the end of the last hour we have to trust that God is in control mm-hmm. even if he doesn't actively will He allows this to happen, and we don't see the why, but there is a why, and and for us to trust him, um, the the image for me that that is so powerful, just in life in general, but including during this time, the pandemic, um, our Heavenly Father is walking with each one of us, and it's dark right now, and I need to stop trying to fumble and find my way, and just accept the hand that he's extending to me mm-hmm. um and and hang just as we offer our hands to our children during this time we have to embrace the hand of our father who desires to lead us and just says will you just hold my hand and mm-hmm. i will lead you through all of this
1: mm-hmm. which is an in, is a complete surrender um, amen i will follow you yeah. i will go with you i trust you uh you i will walk in your ways yep. not my own yep. and and that's a letting go of control
2: yeah it is absolutely. which is
1: very difficult i think for so many of us we amen. we like to be in control we absolutely don't we?
2: do amen
1: We like to be in control. We do. While you are listening to Real Presence Live, up next, find out who you nominated to win donuts this week. Amen. Do we still give out donuts during Lent? I think we do. Okay, good. Um, The world could use some more donuts right now, right? (laughs) There we go. Win donuts this week during Honor Our Fathers, and uh, this plus a special praying of the rosary for those affected by the coronavirus with Real Presence Live. I am Emily Liedem.
0: I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald.
1: And we will be back.